live from the Secret Podcast Studios, somewhere in Los Angeles, this is Dre's Geek Philosophy. We are back. We are back in not black, well, black and blue and white in my in my knit shirt. We are back, 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 back. We are back on the air after a little hiatus because of illness. I was, Dre was, I, I, I was on the injury report. Out, parentheses, common cold. Common cold. The, the enemy of anything where you have to use your voice. The, 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 that, that was my enemy for the last uh, couple weeks. Because literally, it was the day after we had recorded the show at Nostalgic Books and Comics. Literally, that following day, yeah. my body was like, guess what, Dre? You're <laughs> ill. I am? No, I don't want to be ill. No, no, no. Yeah. And, then, and then I showed up like a, like, like death warmed over to, <laughs> yeah, to do the, multi, the multiverse comic <laughs> show. I was like, all right, I'm full of drugs. Let's do this. <laughs> And then, uh, then I think that that Saturday night, that's when I discovered my, my, my Super Metroid cartridge had been in... Uh, apparently, my illness infected my Super Metroid cartridge, and it got erased. Oh! So, but uh, the, the silver lining of that is that my, my, my Saturday night show, Dre vs. Super Nintendo, I have chosen to move on to Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Personally, one of my favorite games of all time. So... So so tune in on Facebook Live, and actually, I broadcasted it on Twitch oh. on Saturday night as well. I, I took the, the PlayStation camera, which we use here for Twitch. I pointed it at the TV that, that I have my Super Nintendo hooked up, and so it was kind of inverted. Nice. So anyone who watched it on Twitch, I felt a little bad for. But if anyone was watching on Facebook Live, it, it was perfectly normally uh, oriented, or Asian if you oriented. prefer. I, I love doing that correction when it's unnecessary. It's it's quite amusing. So we're we're back, and today uh, today was a momentous day for a lot of people for yeah. for lovers of science, the people who love science. Mm -hmm. There was a a a, 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 a solar eclipse. Yeah. There was an eclipse, and everybody was excited about that. <laughs> Literally, everyone was in, was 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 was, ex, was excited. Yeah. Uh, apparently, a, a show contributor Keith Fam is insulted. Why? I don't know why he's insulted. <laughs> the eclipse insulted him. Maybe the eclipse insulted him. Maybe he's I insulted a, him in some way, shape, or form right now. But show contributor, fellow, another show contributor, Kiet Pham, who apparently, as you were telling yeah. me in the pre-show, joined you for the the, um, the midnight release, the midnight release of uh, Batman Dark Knight Metal. Metal. Yeah. Metal. Yeah, yeah. The metal. <laughs> and, and our friend, Tabitha Sheehan, on the show, uh, apparently she could not see the eclipse because... It rained in Vegas, uh, a place that is normally a hundred motherfucking degrees. And sunny as all hell. Sunny as all hell. You can normally see the sun, but apparently, if you were in the vicinity of, lo of Lost Wages, uh, you could not see the eclipse because it rained wow. in Las in Las Vegas. I saw the eclipse. You, you saw the eclipse. Uh, produ executive producer Sam Zia, you saw the eclipse? Yeah, I watched it on TV. <laughs> uh, I looked at it on the internet. Yeah, the TV had all the best angles. Yeah. Yeah. How about I you? I had 86% coverage here, man. No, I was oh, around. Orientalized. He, he was insulted oh, by Orientalized. Uh, that's funny. Uh, now I was driving around when it was happening. And, oh, yeah, the, the meetings that you were going to were that they, they were canceled. Yeah, but it was, I don't know. I, I saw it on TV, too. Like yeah, because everyone kept talking about it. Do not look at it. Do not look at it. Do not look at it. So I'm like, fuck that. I am not going to look up at all today. <laughs> I would just. Presidente looked at it. Yeah, our, the, our, 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 our moronic leader was on camera staring at it. <laughs> Moron. <laughs> Good God. But yeah, no, it was, it was a big deal. People. Is that going to happen for another like, 75 years or something like that? No, there's going to be another one in like, oh, in like right. th seven years. No, no, no seven years. Or, no, or, it's like 2024. I was doing the math. I'm going to be like 45 when that one hits. So it's like eight, 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 2024, there, there's going to be another one. So oh. people are already making plans. Oh, that's not that far away. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that because this last one happened like right when I was born. The last one was like 37 years ago in a row. Oh, show contributor Irv Nanipatapa. He trusted his eyes behind someone's 7-Eleven or Amazon eclipse glasses. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I did not hear about this eclipse glasses until literally this morning when I saw yeah. everybody wearing stuff that basically looked like three D glasses, but yeah. they were darker, to to stare at the sun, which it could potentially be harmful to your eyes. Yeah. Oh, here's a fun one. I, I let the dogs out because it was a nice day out. You know, it mm -hmm. wasn't too hot, so they can just chill out on the balcony and stuff. 
Maria says, let the dogs in. I'm like, why? I'm They're like, going to look at the sun? Because apparently that's what they do. They, they are fixated by it, and they will stare at the sun and get eye damage. So I had to let my dog in according to Maria. This is why I can't have a pet. I cannot trust something that's dumber than me. Yeah, I know. It's, it's funny because... I remember you telling me recently that you didn't know that taking the dog for a walk was taking. Yeah, uh, until Sam Zia got dogs, I had no idea that the quote unquote taking a dog for a walk is taking a dog for a shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had no clue. I always thought, man, dogs really need a lot of fucking exercise. <laughs> and then once Sam Zia got his first dog, and I realized, oh shit, you're just taking it outside taking shit all the damn time. They don't. Play. They don't need exercise. <laughs> they need a place to take a shit. <laughs> this is why I can't have a pet. I didn't. I did not know that. Yeah. Get a hamster. I, I can't even with a hamster. I mean, when I was a child, uh, my, my my first fish, Optimus Prime. Nice. He was that's, the only. That's awesome. I named no no yeah the 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 second or third grade me named all of his fish after Transformers. Uh, that's badass. Yeah. Second third grade you was kind of badass. Yeah, I, I named them. I, I named them all after Transformers, and of course, the one I named Optimus Prime was the one that survived the longest. Oh. I was very bad at taking care of fish. <laughs> Apparently, you know, however old, I mean, yeah. eight or nine-year-old me, poor with fish. And, and also, my, my mom likes to frequently remind me, I apparently, I had a dog when I was little. Oh. I don't remember this. Apparently, the dog ran away. That's what's happening with Jojo and uh, Marley now, my, my bigger dog. Yeah, he's running away? Yeah, no, because Jojo grabs him by the ears and pulls him, and Marley's like, I'll lick your face and run away real quick, but that's about it. See, but your, your dog is not literally plotting its, his escape as if it was Alcatraz. Apparently, no, no, that's, the, that's the dog I had. No, that's what he did. He, he escaped from a puppy mill. <laughs> that Marley, yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm talking about the dog trying to escape from me. Oh, yeah. My dog escaped from my house and never came back. Yeah. He 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 made the great escape, and I, I, it happened so young in my life. I had no clue we had a dog. Oh, okay. I was so little. I was probably three years old or four years old, and apparently I had a dog. <laughs> the dog was like, "This kid is really loud." <laughs> yeah, this child is loud and obnoxious. I don't like this loud child. I'm gonna get the hell out of here. I'm gonna go somewhere in Monterey Park. Oh. You're gonna insult. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't say anything. I said nothing. I just implied something. But you, you know, uh, but but yesterday, uh, uh, if you were a consumer of media, yesterday was another was another great day because uh, we had SummerSlam, WWE SummerSlam. I had several of my friends. Uh, show contributor Kiet Fam was one of the people who was over at my house. I had a uh, uh, previous show guests Lamar Harris and Jai Polder were also there, and. My brain is not working. <laughs> and uh, uh, someone who I should bring on the show, our friend uh, J.C. Marquez, mm -hmm. he, he is a crazy fellow. Actually, he was in Burbank earlier today. He was, he was, he's, voice, he's trying to be a voice actor. He's, he's a school teacher. School teacher by day, voice well, actor Burbank by night. Doesn't do with anything. I know. Uh, Disney Animation. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, because you worked in Burbank. I worked in Burbank, Disney yeah. Animation. Okay. Somewhere near, you know, in that direction. What about your <laughs> erection? Something about my <laughs> erection. Misdirection. Uh, friends, let, let, our first new sponsor, let's talk about broken erections. <laughs> How do you fix an erection? <laughs> well, you go to our new sponsor. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to improvise that, but it just wasn't working. But, that sounds dangerous, man. <laughs> it's a thing that can happen. Don't, don't look it up on the internet. But SummerSlam, WWE SummerSlam, as I got, as I got myself sidetracked, I had several of my friends over yesterday, um, we, we were all watching it, we were enjoying ourselves, um, actually, honestly, the show itself wasn't that great, but we make fun of the show, that, that's the reason why we, well, pri primarily the reason we all get together is to make fun of what we're watching, and to, to, to delight ourselves, we were actually keeping track of points, as, as each of us, uh, whenever someone made a very sarcastic comment or a very funny comment, <coughs> the quorum of everyone else would decide, okay, that was funny, points. Uh, it's kind of like at midnight. Yeah. We're, we're pointing each other. <laughs> and then our, our good friend, Lamar Harris, he, he was the winner of the night. He was on fire the entire night. Like early on, he won many points by declaring that the black wrestlers should have um, moves like uh, reparations, <laughs> the reparation leg drop, and then something involving MLK. And we're just like, we're, we're not going to beat Lamar today. <laughs> Lamar was on fire. And we had a professional stand-up comedian in the house as well. And he could not keep up with Lamar. 
the unprofessional stand-up comedian. He was working on that. <laughs> I think he does. He was very unprofessional because he was saying really off-color things. Oh. The BLM, the Black Leg Molotov. Black Leg Molotov. Oh, Jesus. Like a really bad leg drop. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kia Fam, show contributor, Kia Fam. He was second. He was in second place. He he came close. We, we were making predictions about the matches later on. But speaking of things that were going on, uh, Sam's yeah, you got to watch the show later on. I believe. Well, you watched it today, or you watched it? Uh, yeah, I watched it this morning. You watched it this morning, yeah. and and you made a very uh, interesting observation that we saw. Like one of the one of the wrestlers, like Naomi, she had very poor body language. Yeah. And and that, and that and that's something that's really bad in wrestling because uh, of course professional wrestling is entertainment at the end of the day, it is predetermined. Uh, the uh, the athletics that go on during the match are not predetermined. Okay. Well, they they are choreographed to an extent, but not it's not fake. It's 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 predetermined, but it's yeah. not quote unquote fake, as a lot of people like to say. But you made a very interesting observation during the pre-show uh, today, or oh like. My God. What the fact that you made a yeah. a pre uh, observation, a, a very good observation in the pre-show. Uh, do you do you need some tape there? <laughs> Where one of the wrestlers, Naomi, when she came out, normally she has a very energetic entrance. Like she was a um, she was a cheerleader before, so she has a very high energy. Her whole her whole gimmick is feel the glow, and you noticed that she was not necessarily feeling the glow, so to speak. No, she was. You could tell, like. She, she was, was off. Half step off when she, when she a professional dancer off. being half step off. That's yeah. a thing. And then on top of that, once she got in the ring, she holds up her belt. She like looked like she was frowning. She looked like I am going to lose this. And then what did she do as soon as the match was over? She was on the mat crying. She, she was on the mat crying. She was emotional. She she allowed the, the 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 belt or the fact that she was losing affect her performance. Which a lot of other wrestlers, you know, they, 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 they try to stay professional. They try not to let on that, it, you know, it is predetermined. But she allowed the fact that she was going to go out there and lose affect her performance. Yeah. And that's, not, in my opinion, that's not a good thing. Yeah, and if you go back on For that, entertainment. And I, yeah. I didn't have to rewind it. I spotted mm. it immediately. And I was like, she's going to lose. You could tell immediately. I, I, I don't think it takes an expert body language reader to catch it. See, see me with, with uh, as we were watching it when she came out with the the belt that was glowing. I'm like, oh, she has a custom belt. Oh, she has to lose now. Yeah. Because every, every time a wrestler gets a customized belt, that means they're gonna lose. Because <laughs> like, oh look, now I have something very important to lose. Look, this has been customized to me. I'm like, oh yeah, you're still gonna lose. When Stone Cold got his smoking skull belt, what happened immediately afterward? He lost. <laughs> When the, the only person that held on to it was Million Dollar Man. Well, because well, that was his belt. He, he did, did lose it to Virgil at yeah, some point. Yeah, and also to uh, Jake, it was in Jake the Snake's snake bag for a while. Um, well, he, he took it. He, did, he actually didn't win it from him. He took it from him. Yeah, he, he stole, stole it. it. Yeah, and uh, Big Boss Man had to liberate it from the bag. Good old Big Boss Man. Yep. Uh, rest in peace, Ray Trailer. <laughs> we, we, we actually discussed Big Boss Man a little bit yesterday. We're trying to explain. Oh, we had to explain to Lamar Harris one of the more, more, one of the more racist gimmicks of the 80s. Because oh, because Lamar being a young man, be, you know Lamar being ten years younger than us, he doesn't remember when that he he wasn't alive for some of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, and so we had to tell Lamar yesterday because we were talking about the big boss man for whatever. Because someone did a boss man slam, or or it was the black hole slam. Yeah. But they're like, oh man, we back in our day we used to call that the boss man slam. And then um, me and a uh, show contributor KFM were started talking about boss man's tag team partner back in the late eighties. Akeem the Ash African Dream. Akeem the African Dream. Was, and so Lamar was like, it was a one man gang. It was one man gang. He went <laughs> so large Southern wrestler. This guy is big, fat white guy, mohawk. He he looked a little bit like he would belong in the all right today. He, no, no, no. He looked like yeah, like <clears> it would be all right, but he looked like he just came from like the casting for the Warriors. Yeah, for the Warriors. <laughs> so he's a big guy, one man gang. So. Some genius, well, actually, back then, the creative team was just Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> so Vince McMahon got a, a wild hair up his ass where he decided that the one-man gang is going to go to Africa and find himself. And find that he has African heritage. African heritage. And so he would instead, instead of coming out in his biker gear and his, and his mohawk, no, he... Uh, Came out... In a dashiki, I believe. In a, in a big old yellow and blue dashiki. <laughs> a yellow and blue dashiki and started moving his arms out. Oh. Like, yeah. if you're watching this on Facebook or Twitch, you're going to see me doing the arm movements. If you're listening to this on podcast form, you're just going to have to look up Akeem the African Dream. Yeah. And see the whitest man alive coming out to, like, uh, the, the and the manager, the, the, the doctor of style, the doctor Slick. Style, slick, yeah. 
Yeah, he had a black manager, so that, oh, so that made it okay. <laughs> to, to bust out my Vince McMahon, that made it okay because he has a doctor of stuff. He's a black man, validated him, so that makes it okay. It's not racist. It's the '80s. And the funny part was that his tag team partner was. Big boss, Big boss man from Cobb County, Georgia. Who had the freaking oh. Confederate flag patched He on did his... have the Confederate flag. Oh, Jesus. Wow. This was before he went like SWAT version of Big yeah. Boss Man. Because those who watched the Attitude Era, they got to see Big Boss Man in his SWAT gear, all black. No yeah. Confederate flag. <laughs> No, back in the day, he was in the, in the old school police blues. Yep, oh, it was OG music, man. He had one of the best theme songs of the 80s. Yeah, yeah. If you're ever down in Cobb County, Georgia, <laughs> you better watch yourself or you're going to do hard time. He carries a big stick, a ball and chain, too. <laughs> He's coming after you, do some hard time. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, memories. It's I all coming back feeling, to me. I got the feeling Coco Beware was very freaking aware of I'm sure Coco Beware. I'm sure uh, Bad News Allen or Bad News Brown. Bad News Brown. <laughs> I'm sure, um, I'm trying to think who were uh, Tony Atlas. I'm sure all, all, all the uh, African-American wrestlers were very aware of where Big Boss Man was at all times. Yeah, seriously. The big old Ray trailer. I, I don't know if he was a racist, but he was from Cobb County, Georgia. From what I understand, yeah, he was from a very racist part of the country. But he was a... From what I understand, he's actually an okay... He, he was a lovable fellow from, from, from what you hear I mean, during his Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, yeah. He, he was quite he's quite a jovial fellow, but he was from Cobb County, Georgia. <laughs> And he did have the stars and bars on his freaking sleeve. Yeah, so, I'm sure. But the best part, so, back to our original point, because Dre loves tangents. Yeah. So, we go, we show Lamar a video of Akeem the African Dream. Oh, hell no. And, I thought he already knew. Oh, Lamar didn't know. Oh, so our God, friend. Oh, God, his face was priceless. So, so, uh. So Kiet pulls it up on his phone. Either Kiet or JC pulls it up on his phone, and we hand it to Lamar. And Lamar has the most priceless face as he is watching this. And he sees this giant white man dancing around a fire with a bunch of black people. <coughs> yeah, you go to YouTube, type in Akeem the African Dream, and enjoy. Or be horrified. Your, your, your results may vary. And Lamar's face was... I, I, I couldn't... I, I could not recreate his was face. Or was it amusing? <coughs> or was it like... Shock. No, no. It was It was primarily mostly shock. It was, it, was, it was just like, his mouth was agape. His eyes were wide open. He's like... <laughs> he was like horrified. Just horrified look on his face. And we were laughing our asses off because like he didn't know. Yeah. He's like, this was a thing? This was actually... I'm like, yeah, yeah that was a thing. Not just a thing. A long-standing. Long uh, a good couple years, he was a king. The, the, the Twin Towers. They yeah. they beat up the Mega Powers. That's right. <laughs> they the African Dream. Yeah, go oh, Google yeah. that and enjoy yourself. God forbid they didn't use Kamala for that. Oh, yeah, that, that would be someone else who would be very aware of where the Big Boss Man would be. <laughs> Who, by the way, has the most expensive action figure as far as wrestlers go? Really? Yeah. There's a rare one that has a, uh, the moon on his belly or doesn't have the moon on his belly. Cough button. And <laughs> I actually got the cough button on that one. Yeah. And, and then, but whichever one that, uh, I can't remember which one, but one of them is like worth thousands of dollars. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. But yeah, SummerSlam, yeah, we, we were mostly kind of disappointed for most of the event, but uh, the very, the final match was very violent. Because was that was Brock Lesnar versus oh, yeah. Braun Strowman versus Samoa Joe versus uh, Roman Reigns. But man, that was we were we were losing our shit because yeah. uh, Braun Strowman was throwing everyone around. He picked up and like dropped uh, Brock Lesnar into a table twice, oh. and we're like, holy! Sh and I think my favorite part of the match because you just see like uh, uh, you see uh, Roman Reigns and jo Samoa Joe just fighting, and all of a sudden you just see a chair just show up and across and just fly into them, and we're like. <laughs> He just hit him with a chair. He picked up one of the commentators' chairs and threw it at the two of them. They're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> they got taken out, but eventually the the, the the that match was very exciting for a good while because that the big guy Braun Strowman, this guy, the the face of a baby but the body of a monster. He has a weird like kind of like weird baby face. He's like, "Oh, I look like a I look like a giant baby, but he's a giant man." And he was. He was like, like they call him the monster among men, and he was a fucking monster last night. He was throwing everyone around, but then unfortunately he did not factor in the finish. Uh, Mr. Brock, 
Uh, maybe I shouldn't say anything because uh, our good friend jo Joseph Gasparian, uh, uh, Target Joe, and yeah, and it's funny because like before the match, because like uh, Brock Lesnar, he's known for throwing people around, doing lots of suplexes. So all of us, we were like, we're because we're, 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 we're playing this game with yeah. the points. Like, all right, how many suplexes is, is Brock going to do? And we're like, oh, all right, thirteen, eighteen. Like me, I'm like, fuck it, thirty-seven in a row, because <laughs> I love the number thirty-seven because of clerks. In a row. In a row. <laughs> and he only did like three. Oh. He got to because he got the shit kicked out of him through the whole match. It was pretty amazing. But yeah, that, that was SummerSlam. But you know, what, you know what we did immediately as soon as SummerSlam was over. Mm. You know what we did? We fired up Game of Thrones because uh, last know. night Game of Thrones. We only have one more episode. There's only one more episode left, and then again, things were happening in the last couple weeks. I mean, we talked about it two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Dragons burning everything. I saw that clip. Yeah. You saw that clip of the, the, the dragon just like ripping through all those yeah. guys, Whoa, turning them all into ashes with his dragon fire. No, last night there was some more shit. Okay, so those of you who watch Game of Thrones, and if you um, have not watched last night's episode, this is your spoiler alert. Uh -huh. There you go. Turn the volume down, but don't click away. Don't, don't click away. Uh, pl please stay watching us. <laughs> or just if you're watching this later on on demand, just kind of fast forward. If you're listening to this on, on iTunes, it's good. Fast forward a little bit so we stop talking about dragons. <laughs> but last night, holy fuck, man. Because oh. uh, 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 traditionally, see, see, Pete, you do not watch Game of Thrones. So, so naturally, on, on this show... The, the penultimate episode, the second to last episode, big shit always happens. Every season. Some crazy thing happens. No matter what. That's kind of like the, the, the beat of the show. The, yeah. the way the show progresses, some crazy shit happens. And then last night, we had, a, we had the, the uh, you can call it the Avengers, you can call it the, the, the A-Team, you can call it the Seven Samurai. We had a bunch of the characters who... Do not really have anything to do with it. All get together. They they went beyond this giant ice wall. They had they wanted to capture one of the ice zombies because they need to prove, hey, we have bigger problems. There's a giant army of zombies coming to kill everyone. Yeah. So they go on beyond the wall, and of course they get trapped. And then the the king of the zombies, the the, the night king, is that they're trapped. And then they send word. And then somehow, because TV show, they send word to the girl with the th three dragons, help. <laughs> Because a couple of things can kill these zombies. An obsidian stone, or as they call it on the show, dragon glass, okay, okay. or dragon fire. Uh, dragon fire can do the job. So, using the world's fastest crows, <laughs> or, or as I saw on Facebook earlier today, a crow with jets attached to it, <laughs> they managed to get word to the other side of the continent, hey, please come save us. Yeah. Bring your dragons. Save us all. And so, and then they're all trapped in this rock, and it's and one of the characters who's like everyone's favorite, like bad guy. He did something stupid. He's like throwing rocks. He's antagonizing the zombies. <laughs> <clears throat> and he pisses off the zombies, like because they, they all kind of had surround them. But they, oh, the ice is thin here. We cannot go in there. So one of the characters is just throwing stones, like oh, fuck you, cunts. <laughs> he's throwing rocks, and then the the the, the rocks kind of land, and the ice doesn't break, and all the zombies are like. Ice is good. Let's go. Oh shit! So they're 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 surrounded. All appears to be lost, and then dragon fire comes in from the sky. Daenerys shows up with her three dragons. Fucking, if you've ever played an RPG, they fast traveled from the south end of the continent to the north end. They fast traveled. Would you like to go? Would you like to fast travel to the wall? Yes, I would like to fast travel. They show up, and they're fucking, the, the dragons are just, they're doing the dragon thing. Yeah. Like dragons are supposed to. They're setting everything on fire. When you see the Night King, he's there, right? Okay, he just casually gets off one of his horses. Goes to one of his, like, night, one of his night nights. Night nights? <laughs> night nights! How have we not thought of this yeah. soon? One of, one of his night, one of his, uh, his white walkers, as they're called. Gets a big giant ice spear. What's race got to do with it? I don't know. White walkers. And then they're, they're, they're coming for the long night. George R. R. Martin is racist. So the Night King gets one of the ice spears, and he spears one of the fucking dragons. Apparently, this ice spear. Oh yeah, you just see all this blood from the like the, the dragon's like oh shit, <laughs> crashes into the ice, and it's like this girl, the Queen of Dragons. These are her children. Yeah. As we learned earlier, she cannot. She her her womb is bare. 
She cannot have normal children. So these three dragons are her babies. And she just watched one of her babies take a fucking ice spear, a magical ice spear, that fucking killed the fucking dragon. Oh, damn. You see, the dragon just went down. And the other two dragons are like, what the fuck? And then she's like, what the flying fuck? And as, as, as she's rescuing these the, 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 the seven samurai, yeah. so to speak. <coughs> damn, I didn't reach the cough button. I'm too busy going away from the microphone. And they're, they're escaping. And then the, the Night King's like, give me another spear. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he, throw, he misses, but yeah. then they manage to escape. And she's fucking just emotional. She just lost one of her fucking babies. Yeah. They fucking escape. One of the main characters, he fucking shows his plot armor. He's like the fucking Goku of this show. He will not die. <laughs> no matter what they do, he will not die. Like, he, he sacrificing himself so they can get away. And then he somehow survives because his long-dead uncle just appears out of nowhere. I will save you! <laughs> Who, his dad, who's also a white walker, racist, <laughs> saves him, sends him on his horse, and then his uncle dies. And um, end of the episode, all the zombies are at that lake. You see there's these giant chains. They're pulling the dead, the dragon? The dead dragon out. Oh, and the Night King just goes, raises his fucking oh, hand. Shit. And uh, all, all the Yu-Gi-Oh kids lost their goddamn minds because then we have a blue-eyes white dragon now. Uh. Which uh, I don't know if you saw. I'm sure yeah. you look at your you look at your Facebook. You 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 don't watch Game of Thrones, so I'm sure your Facebook feed is filled with all kinds of ridiculous oh, things. So I'm sure if you saw a a, a blue zombie looking thing with a Yu-Gi-Oh thing <laughs> on his arm, that's why. Because he resurrect. Because that's what this Night King does. He yeah. takes dead things and resurrects them, and they become White Walkers. And so now he has an undead ice dragon. And that's why all your friends were losing their shit on the internet last night. Oh, man. It was some heavy fucking shit, man. <laughs> it's heavy shit. It's fucking with everyone's emotions. And then there's only one more episode tomorrow, next Sunday. And then we have to wait like two years for the final season. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. Or like a year and a half. It's like, it's like not until like 2019. Fuck. Right? It, it just... It, I, I have learned from all my friends who read the books. It, it, it requires patience to be a Game of Thrones fan. Yeah, apparently. You, you have to be a patient person. You, you, have, you, you have to be patient. You know what you don't have to be patient for? Uh, These Netflix shows. Good segue. Good segue. I'm a professional. We've been doing this for eight months, man. I know what I'm doing here. Silky smooth. I am sil silky smooth transition. There you go. Because you don't have to wait very long. All these Netflix shows, yeah. they come at you. Three months. Of, boom. 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 One, at, one, one after the other. Yeah. So... The whole thing. No, the whole thing. Just <laughs> one big salty Marvel load just shot all over you. Out of nowhere. Delicious. A delicious salty four flavor load. Four flavor, there you go. You get the full four flavors of Jessica Jones and Daredevil and Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Iron Fist. <laughs> I think Iron Fist and Aquaman need to have a love child and call it Iron Fist. Hey man, don't talk shit about Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman Aquaman's gonna be cool soon because of fucking call fucking Drogo. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Or what? what I, I always forget what his actual name is. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Yeah. He, he's gonna make Aquaman into a badass. Yeah. Uh, that, that's his, that's his mission in that's life. His job. <laughs> I know, like Jeff Johns, the writer, tried to do that in the comic book, but now we, we have fucking badass fucking Aquaman coming. Yeah. In a, in a, in a not so great movie, but hey, Defender. So yeah. I, I have not watched it because. I'm still behind. <laughs> I'm I'm still on Daredevil season two, so I'm I still have to watch the rest of Daredevil. Yeah. I still gotta watch Luke Cage. I can't believe you haven't watched Luke Cage. Uh, I know I can't believe I haven't watched Luke Cage. We'll we'll get to that in, in a few he, minutes. He's basically black dynamite, but with an actual. <laughs> I know. Without the mustache. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Dynamite. But Pete. Yeah. I presume, being the good, diligent, yeah. comic book watching person you are, you've watched the eight episodes? I burned through it so quick. You I set did. it on fire. I did. Like I You binged it as I, as in, as it is intended. Like a lot of people were watching it at the midnight when it when it dropped. So. Yeah, I saw that. A lot a lot of many of my friends were like eagerly anticipating, like at eleven forty five, like fifty more minutes I get to watch Defenders. <laughs> I passed out that night. You, you but, try you, but I, I woke up um, I woke up about two hours early, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I'll watch the first one, and then, like... Six uh, episodes later? No, yeah. I was like, no, I was like two or three, I was, I was about to start episode three, and I was like, mm -hmm. I need to go to work, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you, you, you are your own boss. Yeah. You are your own, your own, you are your own only employee. Yeah. 
So my, my initial plan was, all right, I watched two of them. I watched the rest tonight. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't. I, I watched the rest at the store. Of course you did, because uh, who's going to yell at you? You? Yeah. <laughs> You're self-employed, sir. It was actually people like walking in. They're like, oh, I'm not on this one yet. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, the, ah, <laughs> you have to pause it. You're like, oh, sorry. I don't want to lose your business yeah. by spoiling the defenders. Like, oh, crap. Yeah. So um, so what what did you think? It's really good. It's really good. It's really good. I've seen varying opinions. Yeah. Some of my super hypercritical nerd friends have been kind of like meh about it, and some other people have, been, have enjoyed it very I much. It, you know what? It's the craziest thing because I'm actually surprised. I've read, I've read a lot of reviews on it, and I'm surprised no one has gone with this angle. Because the first thing I know is okay. Give give us your angle. Is that you, when you watch the opening, you realize there's like a shitload of producers on this one. They basically took all the showrunners from all those shows and they made them producers on this show. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was essentially like... <coughs> so, like, just, mm -hmm. just like the characters coming together, they actually brought, you know, like, oh, this is their take on, you know... So, really, so this, this, this these eight episodes, it's an amalgam of all the showrunners. Yeah. So they, they can just even the bad showrunners of Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh, I'll tell you about that right now, but, uh... Yeah, and it was actually like, and you know what? It, it they they took, you know, like when look at you know, I realize I keep hitting the cough button on the wrong button because this microphone is the other cough button over there, <laughs> it so it hasn't mattered. <laughs> Go so on. You see how like when you look at something like Avengers, and like especially the first one, like you know, yeah, there was still like the same characters more or less, but not, but they 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 focus on everybody. In, in in Defenders, they really focus on everybody. Everyone had their own individual story. And they took their time with it. Like, it's only eight episodes. Mm -hmm, right. But, and no spoiler, it's not a spoiler, but, like, they didn't become a team until, like, episode three. Oh. So, it okay. took, they took their time with it. Like, they, okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah. It wasn't just, like, magically, like, hey, we're all superpowered and we're friends. Yeah. Let's all go be awesome together. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and they actually had them, like, meet in, like, kind of a semi-realistic way. We were just like, oh, that makes sense. Like, you know, like, they didn't just kind of, like, run into each other. Mm. Like, yeah. Well, like, in the old 70s comic books? Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, back, when, back when Stan Lee used to write this stuff. Like, oh. And they would just meet and fight, and they'd be like, oh, wait, no, you're a good guy, too. Like, <laughs> You're a good guy, too, but I want to punch you in the face regardless. I do enjoy punching random people in the face. I mean, there was a oh, little... you a Nazi? <laughs> yeah. There was a little bit of that. I mean, like, you, you, I mean, you saw the trailer where Iron Fist punches Luke Cage. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Knocks out one of his teeth, doesn't he? Yeah, it looks like it. It appears he knocks out, like, yeah. Unbreakable? Let's see. Bah! <laughs> But you know that was the I think that was one of the, the big highlights of it was the interaction between Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Like it's just like oh I want to see that show now. There has to be a Ghost Rider show. Like, like they have to. No, I mean that, I mean that, that's what I'm kind of hoping is like it was the result of this yeah. that like they build the, that that kind of weird dynamic between Luke Cage and Iron Fist and kind of redeem Iron Fist yeah. through the awesomeness of Luke Cage. I mean he was still kind of whiny in this show. So you're yeah, saying he's still yeah. a bitch? A little bit. <laughs> Uh, did did you watch all of Defenders? Hey, Samzia, did you watch all of Defenders? Or I saw the first two episodes. Okay. And honestly, you get the whining bitch part in the first five minutes. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Well, it picks up like literally right where Iron, Iron Fist ended. ended. Oh, okay. Yeah, it picks up like right there. And you're just like, oh, cool. So now I really feel like I need to get in there and. Yeah. Well, the whole thing too is. That... Uh, show contributor KFM. He hates Danny Rand, and he is still a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, apparently you're not wrong. You are not alone in this, uh, Mr. KFM. I mean, he. And there's some cool stuff that comes out of it, but it, it's very Iron Fist heavy. Like it's very like he's he's the key to a lot of stuff. And, In the vendors, yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. But it's pretty cool though. Like, like maybe they're trying to redeem the, the maybe how it, it was the not good Marvel Netflix show. Well, the whole thing too is it. I, I mean, I know I feel like this was probably already in the works before like those reviews started coming in. So it was already well because it, it does dovetail from that. So yeah. But did you hear like the the guy who did Iron Fist is the guy who's behind uh, Inhumans. Well, that that does not portend well for yeah. the humans. <laughs> that 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 doesn't sound good. Yeah. So we'll we'll see uh, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> but no, but it, it's it's really good. It sets up some stuff. Um, they pick up everything. Like, like they don't waste anything from the other shows. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like, like you said, it's very condensed because it's it's a very thick eight episodes. Yeah. And, like, every episode is important. Like something happens in every episode. And then I was reading that there there's not going to be a season two. Of defenders, yeah, this is just a one-off. Like, I mean, and then just by by you telling us how it was constructed, with it was literally all four team, all four show running teams yeah. coming together and doing it. That does not sound like something that people want. Probably want to get together and do again. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, kind of like that, that the, 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 the comic book 52 where they have yeah. like seven writers all kind of working oh, together. Yeah. Well, that's what we were saying that, like, you know, like, oh, why was there only eight episodes? I'm like, I'm assuming this one was probably more expensive than like a Daredevil season. Oh, yeah. Know, like, or just a standard show, you know? Because you had all the stars. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure they're not going to take pay cuts. And they, they brought everybody in. Like, they brought in like the guests. Like Foggy was there, and like you know. Uh, also, like literally the entire casts of like everything, everyone yeah. who was a peripheral character. Essentially, yeah, like everyone showed up. I know Patsy Walker from like yeah. from Jessica Jones. She, she didn't, was the Kingpin involved in any no, way? No, he didn't come out. That's oh. the only thing, yeah. Okay, so that that, that, that was that's one of my favorite films of all yeah. time. Yeah, but, he was a well constructed villain. Yeah, I, I hope that they would have something. In the well, maybe Daredevil season three. I don't yeah. know, or maybe Punisher season one because that's. Well, they, they see the pre. Uh, I heard about the preview. I haven't they, watched it yet. They dropped the trailer for that too, and I guess we're getting that this year too. It's like. In, Jeez, see, they said opposite yeah. of Game of Thrones. Yeah, so like November, you, you're getting all the content just yeah. thrown at you. Like I can't even keep up. Yeah, you're a little behind there. I'm too lazy. I've gotten too lazy. I can't even keep up with this. No. I'm, I'm going to be behind four four shows now. <laughs> when when Punisher hits, yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up. Like, it, it, good lord! It's a, it, was, it was really good. It was really good. Um, you know, it, it, they we're going back to like the storyline going to Daredevil. Like you know, it's all, it's all about the hand. It's all about. You know, yeah, I know the, the old the old Asian lady from the yeah. from, from the. And she's from, a big bad guy in this one. And then uh, and then um, Sigourney Weaver, she's yeah. a big bad as well, right? Mm-hmm. You know what it reminded me of a lot? Like remember. Um, it called uh, Seven Soldiers, uh, uh-huh. like that Morrison book. Well, basically that's what it was. I mean, like it's, it's, it, they don't become a team until episode three, but essentially they're all dealing with the same thing and they don't know it. Ah, and they all they all have the same problems and they realize, oh, your problem is my problem. Yeah. Hey, your problem is my problem too. They don't realize they're all like dealing with the same villain, and you know, and <coughs> when that's when they figure that out, everything you know, and where it all makes sense. Yeah. They sit around, they have some Chinese food, and they yeah. figure it out. Shawarma. <laughs> Do they have shawarma? No. No, no that's, that's, that's the Avengers thing. Remember, they, 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 are in the, they exist in the same universe, but they're in separate bubbles. Yeah, they don't, they don't interact. There's no intermingling. They don't cross the streams. What, what shawarma doesn't intermingle these universes? <laughs> no, the Avengers eat shawarma, and the Defenders eat Chinese food. Yeah. I love that there was a meme floating around. It was saying that it had the picture of the Defenders, and it said, like, oh, the only people that could protect Manhattan... And then the bottom, he had uh, Spider-Man, like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Queen is right by Manhattan. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> he can swing through. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. But, but they're saying that this is, like, the next stage now. Like, you know, it was our phase two of the Netflix shows. So we might get different stuff. Like, there's been a rumored Moon Knight thing for a while. Really? Moon Knight? I wonder if they'll bring on Warren Ellis. That'd be crazy. <laughs> I mean, his Castlevania show on yeah. Netflix did very well. Yeah. From what I hear, there's going to be more Castlevania. So, hey, that's one of my favorite writers. He's a crazy madman. Yeah, he is a crazy madman. Where like, he frequently puts his proof of life on, on, on Instagram to yeah. let people know that he's alive. He's still alive. He's old and he's still alive. <laughs> but let's get... I want to talk about why I haven't watched The Defenders. Yeah, there you go, there you go. I, I, I want to explain why I have not watched Defenders. So, obviously, I was out mm. for about a week. I couldn't even go to my day job. Oh, wow. I, I was out. I, I, I sat at home for, like, all all week last week. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and my dumbass got wrapped up in watching old episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, man. Oh. You know what? And that, you know what? No awe. <laughs> That show is fucking awesome. It is. I did not realize, young me did not know what he had in front of him when he was watching The Next Generation back then. I used to just watch, like, oh, cool, Borg. Oh, Franger assholes. Oh, you know. Oh, and like I said, all oh, your freaking, my favorites as a kid were freaking Jordy and Data. Those, those were my favorites as a kid, the fucking nerd characters. Fucking the dude from Engineering and the, and, and the Android. Those were my favorites as a kid. And, uh, 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 and it's funny, you know, I, I knew when I was a kid that, that, that Deanna Troy, she was pretty. Mm-hmm. But now as I'm older, I think Dr. Crusher is hot. Nah. My God, my heart is with Dr. Crusher now. <laughs> yeah, older mature me is like, oh, oh, hot damn. <laughs> but yeah, actually the reason why I, I, I got wrapped up is because um, th- there was an ep- as I was telling you when we were driving over, there's an episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine where they actually travel back in time. 
and they have to go to the original series. They have to they have to encounter the original Enterprise with Captain Kirk. Time travel is yeah. it, it, uh, much easier in Star Trek than any other, than any any of the other <laughs> sci-fi things. Just a slingshot uh, around the sun. Yeah. Slingshot around. <laughs> hey, man, they, it's even easier now. Apparently, in in freaking in uh, the, the 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 Deep Space Nine or uh, Voyager eras, they can just travel through time just by hitting the right speed. Now oh, nice. they don't even need a slingshot around the sun anymore, like in Star Trek Four. Because uh, I, I someone someone had posted a video about you know they're they're comparing the original scenes comparing and they're like oh man that's a really good episode so I went on Netflix and I actually had that episode almost like just queued up because I'd watched it a couple of years ago and, oh there it was I'm right on an episode again and I rewatched that episode and damn that was a good ass episode that was so like the way they kind of intermingled the, the, the these current characters into that there were they they had to like dress up. In the OG gear, as they were searching for this guy who had traveled through time, this guy who had made them travel backwards through time. Khan, not Khan. Oh. Shockingly, no. And of course, they showed up during the, the, the one of the more famous original episodes, where it was uh, you know the, the tribbles, the, the little furry things. That, yeah. that then apparently they, they multiply. They're born pregnant. As one of the characters, are these things born pregnant? What the hell? Well, that is the trouble. That is the trouble. Tribbles that like each one can take make ten more, yeah. and each of those ten can make ten more, and so on and so forth. They're so like freaking gremlins. They are they are much worse than gremlins. They'll just eat you out of house and home and everything. And I rewatched the episode and I saw Worf and I'm like, oh yeah, good old Worf. <laughs> Klingons. <laughs> Klingons are hilarious. Did you know James Worthy played a Klingon one? No way! In, in, uh, yeah, in Next Generation there's an episode where James Worthy is a Klingon. I wonder if I've seen that episode or maybe that one's later on. Because right now I'm like partially through season four right now. So maybe I've already missed it. But I'm going to have to double check. Yeah, because, you know, that's another thing too. Like, I've been documenting when I see famous people. Oh, yeah. Because I saw... I saw Oswald from the Drew Carey show. He was at Worf's Post for a couple of episodes. Uh, I saw. If you ever watched Twenty Four, uh, Agent Pierce, the, the the Secret Service agent that was always like very prominent through most of the seasons, he was manning the security thing. And I think uh, season one, Terry Hatcher, she she's in there. She's a freaking like oh a a a, uh, a female uh, officer. Um, who else? I saw the the kid, uh, the one uh, annoying bitchy kid from the Mighty Ducks. Oh, uh, freaking Adam Banks, oh. <laughs> the, the 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 one who's forced to become a duck. Yeah, he was like, as a kid. He was on the show, and I'm like, yeah, hey, he's the kid from Mighty Ducks. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, like you notice all these little things. I saw Doctor Kelso from Scrubs. No. He would play the crazy doctor. <laughs> Not too much of a stretch for yeah. him. <laughs> I can't wait till I, I see. I bet you they like created his character. After watching him on No, this was way before Scrubs. No, that's what I'm saying. They created No, they created the character on Scrubs after Scrubs. seeing him on after uh, seeing his Well, he played he played a sociopathic fucking doctor. I'm sure you can do that for an entire series in this silly Scrubs show. I'm sure I'm sure that helped. Uh, I'm eagerly awaiting to see, see Tom Morello for Rage Against the Machine. Oh really? Yeah. He's a big Star Trek fan. Uh, and he got himself on he actually has a couple of lines. I don't know if it was on Voyager or <clears throat> it's one of the other shows. It was either Deep Space Nine or Voyager. Because I remember I, I looked up, I'm like, oh, notable, like famous people you didn't know were on Star Trek. Yeah, a fucking, um, uh, Iggy Pop. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, Ron Jeremy was in it. Oh, wait, no, that was Deep Throat Nine. No, you <laughs> jackass. No. <laughs> no, but Iggy Pop, he actually had a bunch of lines. He actually had a, a big speaking role. He was like the bad guy of an episode. Oh, oh. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a big thing when I saw that video. Like, oh, yeah, fucking Iggy Pop. He yeah. was fucking... Holy shit. I was like, that's fucking cool. But, so I spent the whole week just watching episodes of, of Star Trek Next Generation and realizing some of the fucking brilliant fucking writing. It was really good. Like, I, I, I didn't realize how much of a jerk Captain Picard really is. I mean, he's a real asshole. He's a hard ass. I mean, he's a good-hearted hard ass, but he's a hard ass. He said shut up Wesley no less than a dozen times the first season. <laughs> There's a reason why there's montages of that shit. <laughs> why he has all these great facial expressions, which makes him an, an amazing meme. <laughs> like the hand on the. I've seen all those memes happen already. I've seen all the memes. His hand on the forehead. The why. The the the, the win. And of course, sexy Picard. Yeah. yeah. See that that was an episode where Captain Picard was forced to go on vacation. <laughs> Apparently, he he worked way too hard. 
And the ship's captain, Dr. Crusher, she's like, I'm sorry, John Luke, you're going to have to take a vacation. <laughs> and of course, naturally, he went on vacation and, oh, an adventure happens. So, random woman kisses him. Turns out she's running away from a Ferengi dude. She's searching for treasure. And like these time travelers are like, you, Picard, you will find the treasure. And I'm like, I'm on vacation, you assholes. I'm just trying to read Shakespeare. That's the plot to one of the Terry Tate videos, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> what, Terry Tate? You remember Office Linebacker? Oh, good they God. They forced him to go on vacation, and he had to do fix up everything on the, at the vacation place. I totally forgot about Terry Tate, Office Linebacker. Dude, he's a I had forgotten see about he, that. See if maybe he was a Klingon. I, I bet he was a Klingon. Holy <laughs> shit. I mean, you're telling me James Worthy was a fucking Klingon. Fucking A. And another great episode was one like I was telling you about it on the way over here, where you meet Worf's adopted parents. Because Worf is the Klingon on the show. He's like, oh, like, oh shit, a Klingon in Starfleet. You know, back in 1989, this was fucking unheard of. Like, holy shit, a Klingon on a Federation ship? What the hell? So he was raised by humans. Apparently, like, you know, his, his parents died, and then he got sh shipped off to Earth for whatever reason by Starfleet. <coughs> and you find out. Commander War's parents are a couple of Russians. And it's fucking hilarious. And, like, his parents are funny. They're not, like, 80s Russian funny. Like, oh, this is ridiculous. No, they weren't, like, Yankov Smirnov fucking. Or, or, or fucking, or Bronson Pinshot. Like, oh, what a country. They weren't that kind of Russian. They were funny Russian. Like, like the dad apparently was in Starfleet. He's like, I have all the charts. I love Galaxy-class ships. Please, give me the whole tour. And the mom was like, I don't know what... I tried to make him, you know, his Klingon food. I don't know what a blood pie is, but I made him blood pie. Your Russian sounds Hindu. I know. <laughs> I'm the worst. Uh, the only person who you has worse like impressions than me is you. Ginger my balls! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Russia... And yeah, they're next to each other. Are, like, people who are big fans of his called gender maholics? You're fired. <laughs> You're so fired. Hey, it's an addiction. <laughs> You're fired. Gender maholics. God damn it. Blood pie. Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, Calum, a.k.a. Bushy. Yeah, there's some sort of Klingon blood pie that, is, that his Russian mom would make for him. It, it, it was awesome. It, it just, it, it was funny little stories where, like, it really, it, a lot of the stories from Next Generation really got me right in the heart. Nah. It's like, I kept getting excited because, like, the, the episodes I loved when I was a kid is whenever they'd fight, you know, they'd fight the Borg or they'd fight the Ferengi or fight the Romulans. I'm like, yeah, no, fight, fight, fight. But now, I'm an old man now, and I appreciate all the little ones. All, all the little stuff, like, the episode right after they fight the Borg, after, you know, Captain Picard is... He's assimilated into the Borg. He's become one of these, you know, freaking murder robot zombies. Yeah. Which is basically what they are. Yeah. They are murder robot zombies. And, and so he, he gets assimilated, but then they, they bring him back. And he's like, he's the strong will of Captain Picard. He refused to become Locutus of Borg. <laughs> and again, he's forced to go on vacation. Because <laughs> that, that's a plot point. Let's make Picard go on vacation. He doesn't like being on vacation. He's a workaholic. And so he has to go home. They're, they're, they're near Earth because the Borg almost got to Earth. So he goes home to France, <coughs> visits his brother, and his brother's a giant asshole. He's an even bigger asshole. He makes Picard look like a nice guy in comparison. It was a pretty hilarious episode. They get into a fight. They're like slapping each other around and they're punching each other and they're rolling in the mud. And then they start laughing about it. French people. French people. They're insane. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this the, the sojourn through... Star Trek The Next Generation. I have been enjoying it. If you follow me on Instagram, at SoCalClone, you'll see I've been drawing yeah. all the uh, all the crew members. I'm, I'm, I'm currently working on Worf. His costume is a pain in the ass because he has that, 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 that metal chain-link sash. And that thing's a pain in the ass to fucking draw. My God. That's, that's, I, I would have been done with it by now if it wasn't for that damn sash. But I, I have been binge watching it. I, I have forsaken everything else. Forsaken everything. I have forsaken everything, and with the exception of watching SummerSlam yesterday. I have forsaken everything to <laughs> to watch Star Trek: The Next Generation. I'm most of the way through season four. I'm gonna get all the way through season seven. I, you know, I'm gonna push through all that until because I want to make sure I get to all before they take it off Netflix again. <laughs> well, don't 
definitely do that, but please hurry up and get to the, the Marvel stuff. <laughs> I want to, but lagging here. I mean, I want to. Of, if I'm ahead of you on shit, like well, this. everyone's ahead of me on the Netflix stuff right exactly. now. Exactly. This is a. This is a Honestly, thing. like, like the the Deadpool season. Not Deadpool. Deadpool. You see. It's, it's a tragedy that I that I'm not watching it. Yeah, yeah Daredevil season two didn't really grab me, like because the Deadpool, the, the Deadpool. <laughs> uh, Daredevil season one. Now I remember I did it all in a day. Yeah. I freaking I destroyed Dead 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 Daredevil season one. I knocked that all in one day, and then Jessica Jones. I did that over the course of two days, but for whatever reason, Daredevil season two. I'm like, meh. What episode are you left off on? Like three? Okay, then just read what happens and then get to Luke Cage. <laughs> I do oh. want to get to Luke Cage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Luke Cage came out like in September. We're almost, it's almost been a year. Yeah, just go back, read up a synopsis yeah. on the rest of Daredevil, and get on <laughs> with it. Okay, you haven't gotten to Electra then. No, I haven't even gotten oh, to Electra. Yeah, it gets pretty good. good. Then I, then I, okay, so. Yeah. After I push through some more Star Trek Next Generation. Maybe I'll mix in some Daredevil <laughs> episodes. I'll work my way through that before, because I know uh, once I finish uh, Next Generation, I might go into Deep Space Nine. Because <laughs> heaven knows, I, I might do that. I'm like, I'm like, I need my fix. <laughs> Give me my drugs. Give me more. If you want, you can even just skip Daredevil and go straight to Luke Cage. I kind of want to watch Daredevil. I want you to. I don't want you holding. I don't want anything holding you back from Luke Cage. Because I want to get your perspective on it. Uh, Luke Cage, I know, because that, that, that's supposed to be one of the really good ones. Yeah. It's solid. And it's not, it's solid, but it's also, you're going to get moments. It's Black Dynamite. Like, this is Black Dynamite. Yeah, the, the, the showrunner is like, they made Black Dynamite, but with Luke Cage. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I, I like yourself, my friend. I, I love Black Dynamite. Dynamite! <laughs> dynamite! Hell yeah. So that, that's, what, that's what's been going on in the world of Dre. We got, you know, so Wednesday night, we're going to, uh, are we still going to oh, attempt to do the, the multiverse oh, comic yeah. show? I, I know you were busy last week with yeah. the Dark Knight. So how did that go with the Dark Knight Metal? <laughs> Dark Knight Metal. It was interesting, man. Like, I tell you. Did, oh, did, 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 Tenacious D and talk, did Tenacious D show up and talk about the metal? They should have, right? <laughs> did anyone try to defy the metal? Uh, <laughs> maybe. A little bit. It's, it's always trippy with those midnight releases because like, I always, in the back of my head, it's like, no one's going to come to this. It's, it's Tuesday night, it's and then you forget and these are comic book nerds we're yeah. dealing with. And if they could buy, if they could buy it at midnight, they'll do it. They'll do it, yeah. And a, a whole bunch of people showed up. A whole bunch of people showed up. <laughs> did you have a line of nerds? I did, and they were like angry because uh, we were open earlier, and uh -huh. like, they, I was like, nope, cast out until midnight. <laughs> like that's the rule. <laughs> that's the rule. Could be a, one. One of you could be a diamond mole yeah. who's gonna rat us out and tell everybody, oh. That store sold it early. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them and their stupid asses. And uh, I went a little crazy in this one. I ordered more than I normally do. Really? Because, I don't know. I thought it, it, was, it was exciting. Uh-huh. You know, like Scott Snyder and like, Greg Capullo coming back together. And then we have the minute. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it. And, yeah, it sold like crazy, man. <laughs> the, are, are you out of it? No, I have, like, a handful of them left. But um, I ordered a Cause, lot. Because big stuff happened. Yeah. Uh, you, you were texting me about yeah. it. You, you sent me pictures of crazy shit that was happening in that book. Big stuff happened, man. It, it, it's, it's interesting. The return of Hawkman. Yeah. And Hawkwoman. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And man. apparently anyone who's Hawk-related, they're all intermingled now. Oh, yeah. The Black Hawks. The Black Hawks yeah. <laughs> They're intermingled with the Hawk Men and the Hawk Women. You need to say that a little slower. Black Hawks. Yes. The Black Hawks. The Black Hawks. Do, do, do you have an obsession with the BBC? I do not. Dad. Thank you very much. I just, I just. Did I just ruin Doctor Who for you? <laughs> <laughs> not really. BBC America. No. <laughs> You're welcome. And that's like I, I was explaining to someone else about the what, the sexually oblivious female meme. BBC, I love Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Hey, that's what happens. Yeah, Hawkman. Oh, so yeah, Calum on, on on Facebook Live. I thought they were immortal, Hawkman and Hawk Girl. Yeah. Technically, their souls well, are kind of. Yeah. they... No, that, that was the thing, though, right? They keep being reborn. They keep getting reborn. They're yeah. stuck together, just like on the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> the TV show takes the most basic concepts of the comic book and... Uh, <laughs> just runs with it. <laughs> runs with it. Fuck it. They're immortal. They're, they're star-crossed lovers. So it's like Hancock. 
No, but they were immortal, right? They, they didn't die, right? Who, uh, uh, Hackock? Yeah. No, but if they were ne if they're near each other, they they, they could power, die. Yeah, the power. If they were near each other, they could die. Yeah. So he had like, like Hancock had like run away from Charlize Theron. You know, uh, you know who wrote that movie? Whom? Um, what's You're gonna blow me away. Yeah, Vince Gillian. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Breaking Bad, yeah. Vince Gilligan wrote Hancock. Yeah, he was one of the writers. That's okay. Crazy. I think he, he got a script and he fixed it up a little bit. He did a little uh, script doctoring? Yeah, I, I don't think he's the only writer, but he is one of the writers on that movie. The original writer made it sound <coughs> yeah. like Hancock. <laughs> Not Hancock. Hancock. The reason I know that is because... He Where was Will like, Smith would just be fapping to Shirley Theron. I mean... I'm sure people would watch it. Yeah, I mean seriously. Well, you what, six degrees of separation gave us that kind of view of what I, I was. That was the initial plan was to get one where he just you know. But yeah, it turns out the superhero was one that they thought had longer legs. They I could see Hancock three, four. Yeah, I'm five, surprised they didn't go in there and run with it. <laughs> I, I I don't think it made as much money as they hoped it would. That's true. And a poor, poor Jason. Right then, that was like when Jason Bateman couldn't yeah. catch a fucking break. Yeah. <laughs> every every big movie he was in, it was like, ah, not so good. Go back to your Arrested Development yeah. show. Go be cute on that show. It was a decent. Concept. It was fine. There was the there was the alcoholic superhero. Yeah. Couldn't remember anything. They gave themselves grounds to create a lot of stuff, and no. Now I remember I, I bought when Circuit City was closing down. I bought that movie for two dollars. Yeah, I have it on on DVD. Worth every penny. Hey, hey, and the only reason I know this is Vince Gilliam. He was talking about. Was he album. embarrassed by it? No, he was talking about how like when he got the script, it was originally about like two angels that came to Earth or something. And he's like, nope, <laughs> too religious. Yeah, and he had a, he had a hand in making it into a superhero movie. Oh, good for him. <laughs> See, he knows what he's doing. He's yeah. Vince Gilligan. He's not dumb. He's not dumb. He's no dummy. Basically, he turned it into Assassin's Creed, the the concept, the, of the not Nerva. bad one. Yeah, like Minerva and all of those people. But instead of Sam. infecting the internet, they're just actual people. Sam, I have an important question to ask you. Yeah. Oh no! Did you watch that Assassin's Creed movie? I avoided that like the plague. Then how do you know the plot? <laughs> I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about the game. Oh, okay. The I, I, just no want, I just want to check. Yeah. Uh, no. Did you? Did you? In, in, in your in your in your fandom of Assassin's Creed, because I, I know friend of the show Lamar Harris, I think he subjected himself yeah. to the movie I'm, because I, he doesn't know any better. I did not. He's see a young Batman man. Versus Superman. I didn't see. Uh, well, well, we watched Batman vs Superman, but but we're fucking sadists. Yeah, yeah. No, we're comic book sadists. I'm a, I'm we do a, things for the for the sake of humanity. I'm a nerd. I am not an idiot. I, I mean, am not going to subject myself well, to the whole I, I mean, realistically, all the shit we talk, we, you, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to Justice League. I mean, we're going to watch it. Yeah. No, of, of this, there is no doubt. Yeah. We're going to watch Justice League. Did you, did you read that report about how um, when Zack Snyder left the movie, I guess this one guy he had to edit all his movies, edited the footage he had, uh -huh. and they showed it to uh, Warner Bros. executives. Mm-hmm. And then there was a quote saying that the executive said, like, this movie is unwatchable. Huh. And that's why they brought Josh Whedon in. <laughs> no, they could have just put the guy, his assistant, to, yeah. to fix it. I'm like, eh. So, yeah. Hey, man, I, we, we might have an okay Justice League movie. Yeah. And then after that, we'll they, see what happens. They give $150 million to fix it. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> A lot of kitties. Yeah. So many kitties. So, as always, you know, the, the, the Dre's Geek Philosophy Network has expanded to just be, not just be here on Monday nights. We're here three nights a week. Yeah. Monday nights, we're here doing our traditional show. We're back to normal. Wednesday nights, we have Pete's show, where I'm Pete's sidekick on that show. We have the Multiverse Comic Show. Saturday nights, it's Dre versus Super Nintendo. You want to watch me struggle playing old games that young me mastered that old me can no longer apparently do anymore? Saturday nights, Dre versus Super Nintendo. Come by and check that out as well. We have Executive Bruiser behind me, Sam Zia, at SamZ570. We have Pete Malili at Nostalgic underscore Comics. Hey. 
Yeah, that's right. He got it right? I got it right. Oh my God. I got it right. I'm on my game, son. I'm on drugs. I'm on cold medicine. So I could do this today. <laughs> you need to suppress that cough. You can follow me on Twitter at DreGPPodcast. I'm trying to tweet more. But you can also follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm a little bit more active, at SoCalCologne. So, for my boys, I am Dre Cervantes. We're back. We're back. We're doing the shit. We're doing the thing. NyQuil is a hell of a drug. Yes, it is. I had some insane, I had some insane dreams on NyQuil. Yeah, I did. So, for Sam Zia, for Pimalini, I am Dre Cervantes. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Be sure to share this with your friends. Let people know that I'm insane. And they can watch me be insane. They can watch Sam Zia do the suck it to the back of my head on Facebook Live. If you're so inclined. Facebook.com forward slash Dre GB Podcast. If you want to see all three of us be jackasses, you can go to twitch.tv forward slash Dre GB Podcast. Where that will be up there, where you can see all of us in the studio. We're all waving in the camera right now up there. You guys have a good night. We're going to have a good night as well. Peace. We love you all. Have a good night. Boop.